Hello, and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, and I have with me again today, Ethan Howard Ham. Hello. Hello. We're back in the car again, and um, it's the first episode of 2021. Woohoo! And we're on... The return trip of our road trip. The last episode, we were in the car going to Alabama for Christmas. We took a week off for New Year's, and here we are. That's right. And we are... It's And it's still raining. Well, that's what I thought. Well, I'm going to pull out the, the um, recorder, the more recording equipment, and do a podcast right now. And lo and behold, in this episode, it started raining too. Yep. So, and today of recording time, today is the 6th, uh, it's posted on the 7th, well, it's been six days in 2021, and there's already been a murder at the Capitol. Yep. So. At the hands of, uh, revolutionaries. Insurrectionists. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess... One insurrectionists person. who were sent there by the president. One person's revolutionary is another person's insurrectionist. Yeah, I mean, you know, odds are good. So, yeah, the president said go to the Capitol. And they went, and they were armed, and they shot a lady, and she's dead. Um, I hope that, you know, there's peace to be had in this time for their family. Um, but... It's a new day because today we also learned that um, John Ossoff is going to be the new senator from Georgia, as is Reverend Warnock. So Georgia has two Democrat senators now. Joe Biden won Georgia. So I guess Georgia's a blue state now? And to that, we can say thank you, black voters. Probably thank you, black women. Oh, yeah, women, for and sure. And especially thank you, Stacey Abrams. St- oh, Stacey Abrams, like, I, I cannot wait to see what she does next. So, 2021, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you want to speak of? Uh, I do. Something that you and I have had uh, a number of discussions about is some sometime over the past year or so, I have settled into this place of being a kind of cynical, negative person, mm-hmm. and I didn't really mean for that to happen, but I acknowledge now that it has, and that's not how I want to live. So I'm going to, you know, do some work on that and try to dig myself up out of that hole. Because once you're in that hole, it's a very comfy and easy place to stay. Well, because you're cynical and negative, so if everything's going wrong... You're just like, I told you so. Everything's going wrong, yeah, and you're like, I told you so, so yeah. it's very easy to have no responsibility for happiness or joy. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. For doing that. Um, this last year has left me feeling diminished, but hopeful, and I think I talked about this on the last episode... Um, that I felt like I was going home to a very sad place. Yep. And after getting home, um, three days after Christmas or four days after Christmas, my cousin passed away of COVID-19 and I went to his funeral and I was, you know, 
I spent I spent a little bit of time with um, his oldest daughter and you know I taught and wife at their house and um, and I I had spent a lot of time riding back and forth to his younger daughter. He's got two daughters. And um, I think I even mentioned his younger daughter on the podcast before because she was somebody who was posting a lot of things in the early days of the pandemic and the quarantines and the lockdowns and everything that were just funny and keeping everybody going. Um, Like one of them was everybody's hoarding this toilet paper for a two-week quarantine and then it said if you need 99 rolls of toilet paper for 14 days you should have already seen your doctor (laughs) uh stuff like that you know that was really funny and just kind of kept everyone kept things light-hearted whenever they could um and that's who she was and you know she she you know she lost her father just after christmas and so did her sister um shannon and casey are their names. I like to say their names to give life to their story. I just, I want to, you know, since I'm going to mention them, I just wanted to let them know I love them and I know how how hard it can be to lose a dad because I did that and I'm praying for you and thinking of you and, and and lots of others are too. I've been telling people about them so they'll be having them on their mind too. It was, it was a, ooh, I feel like 2020 kind of ended with no fanfare. A little bit, too. Yeah, it did. Like, I thought that it was going to be some great, big, huge thing. And it just kind of was quiet. We spent the night, or we spent the evening with Sarah and played Clue and Cards Against Humanity and toasted champagne at midnight. And Yeah, we watched New Year's Rockin' Eve. Yeah. And, um... It was. It, it, it happened. You yeah. can't. You have. You have that to say for it. It, it happened. It happened. I feel like we should have watched uh, Anderson and uh, Andy Cohen instead because yeah. did you see that he kind of like lost it? Did on he? Air? Yeah, I did didn't see that. I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah. The video. Apparently, Andy Cohen got shwasted on t- live television and started screaming at Bill De Blasio. Oh my gosh. Apparently, he said, "Do something with this city." Uh. Wow. Which was great to see. I um, do, I mean, I do believe that everybody is just kind of fed up with a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, and and that's where I was at. I, you know, my, you were talking about your New Year's, New Year's resolution. I'm talking, talking about my New Year's resolution. I found myself angry about where I had landed. In a fact, in a way that like, I just, I feel like in a lot of ways I've been waiting waiting for my ship to come in, waiting for my turn. And I said, well, I'm just going to take my turn, and I'm pissed off about it now, and I'm going to be pissed. I'm just going to lean into that pissed off, and I'm going to turn my pissed attitude into some positivity and persistence and productivity. And so that's kind of the theme of my year. I'm going to be pissed off about everything if I want to be, but also I'm going to turn it into positivity and productivity and persistence. So... That's where I'm at. And I feel like that's part of that pissed off into persistence is screaming what you really want. Yeah. Screaming it and saying it out loud, you know? So I get that. I get it, Andy Cohen. Yeah. Now go back to your housewives. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we watched New Year's Rockin' Eve, and 
uh, I feel that it was overall a rather uneventful and uh, uninspiring uh, night. Yeah. Uh, the main events were Cindy Lauper and Billy Porter. Which was fantastic. Which, um, I loved it. They So they started a little rough, and then they found their groove, and they sounded really good together. And then Cindy Lauper sang a new song off her, on her own, which was hard to watch. She was just dancing, having the time of her life. She she sure was. She was having a great time. Yeah. She did not sound great. Well, um, I tell me to... how many times have you ever heard Mariah Carey sing a New Year's Rockin' Eve and sound amazing? Well, you mean the Christmas. No, she sings New Year's Eve, too. Oh, does she? Well, she didn't last... She didn't this year. Not this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, last year, she forgot the words and walked around stage saying, They told me there would be tea. But that was kind of humiliating. It was pretty great. Um, but then, also, we had Jennifer Lopez do Dream On, which, I'll be honest, didn't say that I thought it was fine. Uh, most people do not agree with me. You thought it, you thought it was fine and everybody yeah. else hated it. Yeah. I said she did a fine job singing that I song, so but I never asked for her to sing an Aerosmith right. song. No. Like, you've got many songs of your own. Sing those. Yeah. And apparently, I'm, I am I think we all missed it, because I feel like one of us would have commented on it if we saw it, but at one point, she slid across the stage and into the camera. Oh, I saw that, and it, oh, was, really, it was really... It wasn't, like, huge or anything, but it happened. I didn't understand why she was doing it. <laughs> I get, but then again, because it was, I remember, it was when you were commenting on her body, and you were saying, she's got a rockin' bod, and you can't fake that. And, I was, and then she slid into the camera, and I said, and, she, and I was thinking, well, and she's just sliding across stage because she's showing people, I'm 50, and I can. And I can kick. I can kick. <laughs> um, starting off this year, it's been an eventful year. I've, like I said, I had to go to a funeral of a family member. You moved your sister to Tennessee, and yeah, it's been yeah. pretty quiet. But eventful. Well, that was fun. Um, I started her out. It was. It wasn't just me. Mama and Daddy were there too. But we've sort of, you know, started her out. Started her out on her first ever apartment on her own. Up in Tennessee, she's going to grad school, and she's got her own apartment. On my own. You gonna sing for us? No, that's all. That's all. Okay. Um, the rest of that song doesn't apply to her. No, it doesn't. I mean, she, it might. She might be pretending that some guy that doesn't love her is sitting right next to her. From what I can tell, it's probably the, the other way around. Yeah. This year's... I mean, it's been an active year. Well, and I think we should also, uh, you know, loop people in on what happened with things that we were talking about in the last episode. Like what? Like I was talking about worrying about my family's Christmases. Oh, that's true. So I can let everybody know that we were, like, I would give my, if we're talking about both sides of the family looped and lumped in together, I would give my entire family a passing score of 75. Yeah. When it, when it comes to how they handled COVID Christmas. I think I would give mine an 85. Because um, one was canceled and the other just pissed me off. If I'm being honest, they acted like... I mean, I went 
Nobody talked to me. It's fine. You know, the extended family. Right. In, in my own home, it was interesting and nice and sweet because we, um, we bought it. We got this co- a, a candle column, you know, one of the column candles. Yeah. And lit a candle for Dad that night on Christmas Eve. And we all went around and just kind of shared stories and, you know, thoughts about him. And it was nice. And he was like he was there. That's I nice. could feel his presence. That is nice. Um, so it was good. Yeah, and uh, we canceled one of ours too. The one that probably should have been canceled the most. So that was good. Yeah. Um, and then the other one did still happen. But it happened in a large room. It didn't happen at my grandmother's house. It happened at her church in a large room uh, with big tables. Like one table for each family group because there's three... My grandmother and her husband had three boys, so there's three family groups there. And so we had one table for each family group, spaced far apart in the room. Everybody had their masks on when they arrived. Yeah. Uh, There was food, we did eat, but uh, we had gloves that we wore when we dipped our food. Everybody went up one by one. We had sanitizer everywhere. We wiped everything down before everybody got there. Obviously, you have to take your mask off to eat. It was good. Uh, You know, I don't think anybody necessarily expected to have to, like, yell across the room to each other at Christmas. Right. But we did, and it was fine. Uh, So I say 75 because already it just shouldn't have happened, so you're not getting an A, you know? That's Uh, true. But at the end of the day, we successfully had a family Christmas and nobody got COVID from it. Well, and Mark's against us because you could have just stayed home. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, but it's fine. Overall, Christmas was pleasant and, you know, it was nice to be there. Um, The trip there was eventful, you know, and now we're on the trip. We're on the first day of the trip back. We're driving across country on the 40 and the world is kind of melting around us right now. Like weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't like what we're recording as it's happening, sort of. Yeah. Like, what we know for sure right now as of this recording, John Ossoff has won the Senate seat as well as Warnock. A gunman went into the the U.S. Capitol. Or, not a gunman, a group of people. Some of them armed. Someone has been shot. She is now dead, unfortunately. Um, We know it's a woman. We know she has died. We don't know who shot her. We don't know what her job was or who she was, but we do know that people broke into the Senate chamber where all the senators sit. They went through their desks, because every senator has a desk on the Senate floor. They sat in Mitch McConnell's, you know, speak, um, Senate Majority Leader chair, banged his gavel, hung Trump flags everywhere, and were carrying... Confederate flags, mm-hmm. still, some people support this president. I mean, they're the ones, the ones that took over the, the Capitol today, they're the ones that support the president. And my sister called, and she was just like, I was afraid of this. I was afraid that there would be a civil war. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there might be. Yeah. I don't know. But let's talk about some of the good that could come from everything. Today, we know for sure that come January 20th, 
Democrats will have the House, the Senate, and the White House. Right. And I don't want to make it too much of a political thing, but we do know for sure that Joe Biden will create a sense of normalcy and calm and steady-handed leadership, as will Kamala Harris. We hope, I mean, again, you know, barring some kind of absolute disaster, like more insurrection, Yeah. there's no reason for us to suspect that something like, that, you know, just steady leadership won't happen. Because, like you said, we have control of every branch of the government right now. The Democrats do. Um, and, I mean, aren't you just ready to be bored by what's going on in politics? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm ready to not think about the president every single day and have to decide how I feel about something he did. Right. Aren't you just ready to, like, trust that whatever the president is doing is A-OK with you and... It's not going to be met with any kind of opposition because the people who are, who have the most, you know, say in Congress are on his side, and it's just going to be a time of getting some stuff done. Well, and I will say, I really, really, really don't like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And I'm glad that he'll be there with very little power, one vote power, one vote's worth of power, and... He'll be watching other people's agendas be taken out. Yep. And carried out. So, and today, I'll say this too, because these are facts. Sorry if you don't like them. Um, Donald Trump said he loved insurrectionists. Yeah. The ones who stormed the Capitol, he said, we love you, go home. Which is sad. You know what strikes me, though, about that? Because he said in his little stupid video that he put out. He said, we love you, you're very special. And he said it in a very sort of pat on the head, there, there kind of tone. Yeah. Which is just his natural way of speaking anyway, but even more so. Um, and part of me feels like, yes, he said, we love you, and that's not good. But part of me feels like he was just trying to like make them feel validated so they would shut up and go away. And what I got from that, the we love you, you're special, I got, you didn't succeed today, but you did pop a proud. Yes. And very, I very that. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's very disgusting. Yeah. Um, very that. So, that, I mean, that, that's the, I mean, we, I'm not going to say that 2021 is just, you know, 2020 part two. Well, no, I mean... I mean... Again, look at the facts. There's no real reason why we should expect that. Well, and it and the, the troubles of today feel like... I mean, they're different. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that 2021 is going to be worse than 2020. No. It really does feel to me like there's stuff going on in the world at large, like what's happening today at the Capitol. Yeah. And also stuff that's gone on in our personal lives that really does feel like just a big final upheaval of every other sort of negative, uh, like source of negativity that is residing within us as individuals and also us as in the country as just kind of Come vomit it up to the surface. Yeah. 
as we draw 2020 to a close so that we can put it to a close and we can put those things behind us and move on and heal. Right. Well, and I I don't know, the next 14 days until inauguration, I mean, they're going to be uncertain. And I believe that, I don't know, it just feels like today was very evident that we should expect the unexpected of the last two weeks of Donald Trump's presidency. Yeah. Um, and be surprised by nothing, but be prepared for things to get worse. Yeah. Because he is grasping at an opportunity to hang on to power in a way that is not even feasible in the United States government because right. that's not how we're run. We're not a banana republic. We're not a South American banana republic. We, You have to follow the rule of law. You don't get to call upon the military right. to do whatever. Even if he could wield the military's power at noon on, 20, on January 20th, 2021, Joe Biden will be taking the oath of office and become president. And even if Donald Trump is standing on the mountaintop pointing where he wants the military to go at 12.01 p.m., they will have a new commander-in-chief and they must listen to him. And if he says stand down, they will take a knee. Yep. So, but he, he might try. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some lighthearted stuff. Please. stopped and we got gas and you got me another coffee yep because i'm starting to fade a little like i said we're going to talk about something a little less heavy than insurrection at this at the u.s (laughs) capitol and people dying and yada yada i want to delve into last year some stuff that happened with you and me a little bit i'll be pretty vague because it's pretty private yeah um, but dad died. We lost two friends to to some disagreements that we couldn't get over. Yeah. And then I lost my job. Yes. And then we went home and we drove in a snowstorm and yelled at each other. <laughs> um, and just at the end of this year, I found myself just diminished and... All that to be said, everything that we've been through over the last three and a half months has put a strain Mm -hmm. uh, on us, but we're pretty determined to take, you know, take a pause and look at this moment for what it is, an opportunity. Yes. And so now I just want to talk about New Year. You said you were were living, I mean, people can kind of figure out some of the nuances of what was the strain. You said yeah. that you were um, you were cynical and what, what was it you said? Negative. Negative and cynical. And I was just pissed off and just, you know, yeah, ready, to, ready for more for myself. And so people can understand like the nuances of that in a relationship. Sure. But, 
new year, new us, new attitudes. I want to talk about plans that we want to do together in this new year for, you know, rebuilding goodness and fun. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Disney. Uh, well, it's closed. Well, that's what I mean. Like Disneyland. Yes, Disneyland. Ostensibly, we hope, Disneyland should be reopened before the end of the year. And uh, if that is the case, then I very much hope that we get to go. Yeah. Anybody, and you know, there's people out there who are like, why do adult people go by themselves to Disney, like, with no children? And I can understand the confusion, but there's also a lot of full-grown adult people who have no children who love to go to Disney all the time. Uh-huh. So... John Stamos is one of them. And I mean, doesn't everybody want to be more like John Stamos? I mean, I'd like to. So, I'm sure that those people understand why we want to go to Disney. Right. Because there's just... You, you really can just leave everything outside of those walls and just go in there and live in a fantasy land. Literally, in a fantasy land. For a while, for a day. I'd also like to do some day trips with you. And not even day trips, like, just weekend trips with you. Yeah. I want to see the Redwood Forest. Yes. What else for you? What, anything else in mind for you? Hmm. I think that I would like to challenge us to come up with ways of having different kinds of fun at home. Yeah. Um, We've talked about it. Well. <laughs> and I was, you know, that yes, but outside of that, you know, when uh-huh. you're when you're at home, there's usually, like, you know, a short list of things that you do to entertain yourself. You play video yeah. games, you watch TV, you read, you maybe, if you're a puzzle person, you might do a puzzle, you know. And I would like us to find new ways to have fun with each other. Yeah. And fortunately, I, I'm bringing a few new games, like card games and board games home, and so are you. You have board games and card games? Uh, I think I have just one. Because well, I want to I wanna kind of paint a picture, because let me just put a pin in that, okay. folks. Put a pin in that, because we came here, and you know when you're flying, you are... You know, if you're going to do as little as possible with spending money and you want it to be compact and easy, you're flying, so you got one suitcase that that has to be lighter than 50, 50 pounds or lighter, so you cram everything you can into this one suitcase, 50 pounds or lighter, and you travel light. We decided to drive, so I will admit I'm the one who takes more stuff. I take every stitch of clothing that I own because I'm like, well, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. I don't know what I'm going to want. So, I did. But then I also was like, but then I might need my lap desk. And then I'll need this portfolio because I do my writing and yada yada. And I do this and I do that. And then I'm like... And my yoga mat. And and I took my yoga mat. And you want to know something? I did yoga every day. Yep. And you want to know something? When I would fly, I found ways to put my yoga mat into my suitcase. I never did yoga. Huh. So, I don't know. It's a new it's a new attitude for me. Yep. Um but 
that being said, all that stuff that I brought, you brought back. But then you came here and came to Alabama and got in cahoots with your mother. Yep. And it's always a dangerous game. We brought a table that we were going to keep and we're going to try to fix yeah, home co- with us. and yeah, a, co- a coffee table. Like a, a coffee table. A we, vintage coffee table. We left it in Alabama. But then you brought a table for the record player that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and also two ru- big, huge Rubbermaid bins full of stuff. On top of the stuff I brought, I'm pretty sure we're going to spend double the money on gas going back just because of the load we're hauling. It's possible. But we have to quarantine for 10 days, so I cannot wait to open these bins tomorrow morning. Or, I say tomorrow morning. The morning after we get there, because right. we're probably going to get there around the evening time uh, on the third day. I can't wait to spend the next morning having coffee and opening bins, watching The View. Yeah, that's going to take a... So, but you brought games. I did. Um... I only bought a couple, and they're both card games, one of which doesn't really count. Is it Phase 10? It is Phase 10. <laughs> I love Phase 10. I just got introduced to it, and it's pretty great. Uh, yeah. So, if you've never heard of it, I highly recommend you look it up and check it out. It's definitely more fun with a large group of people. Yeah. Because um, I played it with six people. Um... And I think that was the perfect amount. Because too many people, it would take forever. But you want enough people for it to be interesting. Right. Um, What's the other one? So the other one is uh, just a random... So you bought, at Books A Million, uh, a, a Golden Girls I was going to say, I've got Trivial Pursuit, the Golden Girls. But also at the um, that big pawn shop or whatever it is thrift store it's not a thrift store it's a pawn shop pawn shops where they have booths right yeah or no it's not a pawn shop what is it antique mall that's what it is uh antique mall where they have booths you know yeah a pawn shop um but uh i bought i found there at that big antique mall in warrior you know going down towards birmingham um the brady bunch game Yes, you did. And at home, I have one at home. Oh, I have the Mr. Rogers game. I love a TV show game. I, I'm going to find us Gilligan's Island. We're going to play that, too. Is there a Gilligan's Island board game? I'm certain there has <laughs> to be. So, you got all that stuff. Yes, and that, that's what I was going to say. You got the Golden Girls trivia game. I got uh, a 2000s music trivia game. <gasps> you know I'm going to be better at that than anybody. Oh. Kendall and I were playing through it on the way home because I won that in Christmas bingo at my family Christmas. Oh, so it's new. Yeah. Um, and so Kendall and I were going through the cards on the way home, and we didn't know anything. Not one thing did we did we get right. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's my jam. I was in junior high in the early 2000s. That was when music... And that was, that was at the height of TRL, Total Request Live, starring Carson Daly and people like Britney Spears and the NSYNC. The NSYNC. The NSYNC. And NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and Christina Aguilera was on there and they would come on there and introduce their new music video and that's when Destiny's Child was just coming, getting their start. Um, and they would talk and they would do interviews, like hard-hitting Barbara Walters interviews with Britney Spears and what her favorite kind of gum is. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was my jam. You come home every day after school and watch TRL. Well, you're going to crack up at this. Uh, my so I'm going to, I'm going to, 
whoop ass at that one. My sister and I, oh, it's not even going to be fair. Like, it's not even going to be fun for you because I'm just not going to know anything. Yeah. Um, but my sister was taking me somewhere. Who is six years younger than you? Who is yeah. four years younger than me? Yes. So no. she's ten years younger than me. Yes. She was taking me somewhere, and we were in her truck, and she was playing through her Spotify. She has an, you know, an ongoing Spotify playlist of like just songs she's into right now. And um, this, she saw that this particular song was coming up, and she got all excited, and she was like, "Okay, I don't know if you've heard this song or not, and I know it's old, but I heard it for the first time the other day, and it's so good. And it was somewhere only we know." <laughs> I love it. She was like, "I love it." Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I would like to. Um, as, as a part of having more fun together at home and, like, really building a more fun space and existence for us, that's what I want to do. I want to do more games, more, um, more, I want to do more movies. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this. Like, I don't know, I was listening to some podcast, and I want to do, like, I want to go through and, like, do the entire filmography of some of our favorite people. Like, oh, that's what it was. I was listening to Rob Lowe's podcast, and I was like, I've never seen any of Rob Lowe's movies. Because he was a movie star in the 80s and early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. He was a movie star. He was, there was no difference between him and Tom Cruise. Right. At that time. And then in the 90s, late 90s, he became a TV star. and, And now he's a really big TV star, you know? But I want to go through that. And that's what I was like, okay. And then I'm like, there's so many movies by some of our favorite actors that we just don't know. Like, Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Or you've never seen some of, like, Glenn Close, like, uh, what is it? Um, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction, I know. Um, You know, there's just so many movies. Like, it just would be so much fun to really get to know. Oh, that's another one. Demi Moore. Uh-huh. I, you know, she was in some really good movies back then, too. Like, A Few Good Men. And um, that's some of the... I, I'm going to have to make you listen to Rob Lowe's podcast with her. Because, okay. like, she was in A Few Good Men. And one of the network executives, she tells the story. I guess I could wait and let you hear it, but I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> she tells the story how she was cast in A Few Good Men. And they said, oh, I didn't realize there was a sex scene. And they said, well, there's not a sex scene. And they said, well, then why did you cast Demi more? Oh, my God. Like, just full-fledged misogyny. Wow. And, like, they, you know, and she was she was playing this serious person, a role that could have been written for a man. Yeah. But it just happened to be a woman. And, it, and they were like, why is she here if there's no sex scene? Wow. Like, and you think Demi Moore, like, people our age a little bit are like, Demi Moore married to Ashton Kutcher at one point. And that's not necessarily true. She was a... She was a very serious actress in Hollywood at one point. So, you know. I think that's what that's something I want to do, is go through some movies and watch them. And, of course, we have some TV shows to finish, because there's always TV shows to watch. Always. Um, but you're getting pretty close. You're getting fairly close to, have, to having seen all the TV shows I have seen. Really? Pretty close. It doesn't feel like it. I mean, there's always more that just keep popping up, you know? But um, 
we'll like see. Like now we want to watch Mr. Mayor. Well, that's something. We're, that's a new show. We're gonna watch that together. But like, you have to see Three's Company, and right. I'm like, I'm gonna make you watch Gilligan's Island because that show was really important to me at one point, and um, I'm gonna take you through. That's the problem. I have a lot of my shows have spinoffs, and I'm a and I'm a absolutionist, so I make you watch all of it, every bit of it. You're a completionist. A completionist, yeah, that's a better word for it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the problem there. But that's something we're gonna do. But we'll take it in stride. Yeah. Well, the rain continues. I hope tomorrow the rain will stop before tomorrow. So what are what all are we doing on this trip? On the trip back? Because on the way here. We stopped at Meteor Crater. Where else did we stop? We, that was the only real stop. It. Yeah. Really. That was only, the only real stop. So we got on the list, Tucumcari, right? Yes. Which is in New Mexico. And I'm on the fence still um, about going to um, Winslow, Arizona, to stand on the corner of yeah. Winslow, Arizona. Even though like, everybody is like, oh, you have to. Everybody says you have to. So I'm like, well, we might as well. If it's in the daylight, we'll do it. Yeah. That's the that's the caveat. If it's in the daylight, we'll go do it. If it's yeah. a dark, I'm not doing it. We'll just go straight through. And I do want to, I don't want to go to it, but I want to try to look, or maybe we'll go to it and just like say, yep, there it is. But Cadillac Ranch. Do you know Cadillac right. Ranch? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it because it's just there. And yeah. if you're not looking, you'll miss it. So maybe we'll drive out to it and not spray paint anything. Right. Because um, they said they went to it and they sell spray paint. Because for those who don't know, Cadillac Ranch was this art piece where this man dug holes, buried the cars, like brand new beautiful Cadillacs, as an art piece, buried them nose down in the dirt, halfway buried, covered up, and they just became this art piece statues of Cadillacs sticking out of the ground. Well, then people showed up and started like vandalizing it so he yeah. dug them all up and moved it somewhere else and then then they just started vandalizing it again so now the art piece now they're just beat up clunker pieces of junk because he just couldn't so now it's become a different kind of art piece that people go traditionally and spray paint them spray paint things on them and chad my brother-in-law was telling me that the paint is probably like six inches thick wow. at this point on it because people have spray painted so much but that's the tradition and he said if you want to spray paint you better go to the dollar general before yeah. you get there because he said once you get there they're selling spray paint cans for ten dollars a pop right and it's like well good grief you can get it for two dollars at walmart I don't think I want to do any of that i want to do i just want to see it I, even if it's from the road i'm gonna be like there it is i want to see it but today, I just had a whim, and I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> um, so I looked it up, because I was like, we're going through Little Rock. Hillary Clinton, for better or worse, save your letters. I am not want to hear it. She's one of my favorite political figures, because her story is fascinating. She and Bill had one house in a Little Rock, other than the governor's mansion. Just one. And I, wanted, I was like, it's here. I'd like to see it. I was looking it up to see what the address was, and it said it was a museum. Like a little, like, homestead museum type thing. Um, so we go there, and we find it. And then this lady walks out, and you can see she's got cats or something. So, obviously, it's a private residence, and that was mistaken. So I don't know what happened. But anyway, we went there today, and I got a picture in front of Hillary and Bill's first house where they were married. So that was neat. Is there anything else you want to see on this trip? Hmm back or do or experience. I will say in Tucumcari, I really hope I get to buy something turquoise. 
Right, of course. I just want it. Uh, and I'm sure we'll find it in abundance there. I hope so. Um, I don't think so. I think that's about it uh, for me. Like you were saying earlier, there's a lot of stuff in California I want to see, like further north from LA. Yeah. Um, but as far as like stuff to see on this route, because at this point we've driven this route now, and this will be our third time. Mm-mm, fourth. No, fourth time. Yeah. And, um, well, third. No, third. Our third together, my fourth. Right. Yeah. And I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I mean, there's tons to see on this, on this route. But I think as far as what I would like to see, I think we'll have done it. If we can go, get to Tucumcari and get out and explore and like uh, the Cadillac Ranch thing, I kind of have a feeling like that that's one of those things that you see pictures of it and you're like, wow, that's really cool. And then you go and you're like, well, that's it. And then, it. and then you leave, you know? Yeah. Uh, the first time that you and I went out here together, we stopped at the Grand Canyon and that was amazing. Yeah. And I would like to go back to the Grand Canyon sometime and spend more time there because it's huge, and there's so much that you can see there. Yeah. I'd like, I mean, I would really actually be interested in riding the burrows down into it and go down in it. Mm, I would probably do that. Well, you have a guide. You don't just get your own burrow right. and just go down there. He teaches you how to, like, get down there safely, right. you know. And um, But you know what I'm looking forward to most? What? Because we really didn't see each other a whole lot on this trip. No. You know. Just a you, little. You gave me this phrase and I use it all the time you said it about our cats but now I say it about everything in life you gotta miss a bitch sometimes Yep. especially when y'all live together and so we didn't spend a whole lot of time you spent some time at your mom's house I spent some time at my mom's house and I'm really looking forward to and we've had some really deep conversations uh, you know some really real conversations yep. here on this trip too with each other when, and during the times we did see each other and I'm looking, and we both have a renewed sense of energy, and I'm really looking forward to getting into our house, getting home, and seeing what that energy brings to the, to our home. I'm, I am too. I'm really excited about that, actually. We'll so, get home, we'll uh, unpack my boxes. Yeah, and, and mine. And yours. Yeah. And then... Because I brought my guitar, so I'm going to start taking... You're going to serenade me. I'm going to start, you know, doing guitar stuff doing guitar stuff you know um and then we'll take down our Christmas decorations that are still up yep then we'll just settle in because you mentioned earlier that we're gonna be quarantining for 10 days because we have to um but we're probably gonna be quarantining for longer than that like we'll probably still be quarantined when Joe Biden becomes president because I hope so because I wanna I wanna put I wanna put on a pot of coffee I wanna wear something patriotic and I wanna cheer like crazy yep that day well you've heard and I want it to be just you and me oh yeah because I'm always like bring people together I don't want to bring people together anymore yeah I don't want to do it I just want it to be you and me yeah watching that because sometimes you bring people over and they say things they sure do and I just sometimes I'm just like I I wish you were here to enjoy this silently yeah that's Um, all (laughs) that's rude isn't it it sure is well sometimes you just want to be with the ones you love the one you love, mm-hmm. and just be happy. Yeah. You heard about his plans for Inauguration Day, right? No. He is foregoing the traditional uh, parade 
and he's just taking what was described as a short walk uh, up to the inaugural uh, to the well, inaugural stage. The inaugural stage is not in front of the Capitol. Right. It's in front of the White House this year. Yeah. There's no because the Capitol's at the mall, so they would pull they would just fill in the mall with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. Um, and there's just no reason to do that this year. And right. also after the events of today. Hello. Like, we were worried that Mike Pence might be assassinated today. That's weird, and that's hard. And I'm like, perhaps we need to put this boy in a bubble until he can get into the Oval Office, Mm -hmm. where he can be in that fortress. Yeah. Because it ain't going to do for Joe Biden to get assassinated. And I hate that we're even talking about it. But these Trump supporters are crazy. Oh, yeah. So crazy. But anyway... I'm looking forward to watching that with you. And I'm looking forward to just kind of being back in our own space with the two cats and just kind of chilling, you know, because we did. I think both of us got to relax a lot while we were with our families, but there's something about being with family that's not fully relaxing. Well, and especially when you're the one not who's always gone. You get there and everybody's like, do this, do this, do this. You need yeah. to do this. You need to go here. You need to go. Let's go here. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then you like sit down for a second. They're like, you want to come over here? And I'm like, oh my God. Right. Sure do. <laughs> but um, I love it. And it is the and it is the juxtapositions of our lives that give it context. Yeah. If every, you know, what is it they say in Into the Woods? If life were nothing but, or if life were filled with moments, then how would you know you had one? Yeah. Or whatever. You know, if everything was good, you'd never know what good was got to have the bad to understand what the good is you got to have the solitude to understand what community is and you have to have your family unit to understand the importance of your individuality oh yeah for sure so like i I like that juxtaposition that's something that i appreciate about the lives that we have is that we get to go back and spend time with our families who we love and then return return back to our own lives in california and say it's good to be back with just me. <laughs> yeah. I like me. Yeah. I did that. Well, all right. I'm going to get off here because, yet again, it's still raining. And next week, we will have a pre-recorded episode with Sarah. And then in two weeks, we will be in our home. We will. And it's so, probably going to be me and you again. Probably because you're cause quarantine. Be in quarantine. 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 Well, all right, folks. I hope 2021 is treating you well. Be safe out there. Clearly, that needs to be said because yeah. people are losing their minds in these last days of the Trump era. They're losing their minds, both sides, a little bit. So just hunker down, play some games with your family, drink if you need to, exercise. That's very important. And happy 2021, everybody. And then I look at it. I was looking.